Welcome to the Nutrition Bits and Bites podcast. On each episode of Nutrition Bits and Bites, we share a topic from the intriguing world of nutrition. I'm Stephanie Brainerd, a dietetic intern at the University of St. Joseph, and I'll be your guest host for today's episode. Today's topic is obesity in America. This topic is very important to me as I grew up as an obese child and young adult and have struggled with my weight for the majority of my life. This struggle is one of the main reasons why I decided to become a dietitian. So what defines obesity? Someone is considered to be obese if they have a BMI of 30 and above. As with adults, BMI for age may be used as a screening tool, not as a diagnostic test. A healthcare provider needs more information to determine if excess body weight is a health problem as BMI can be inaccurate for certain populations. Obesity has become very common in today's world. From 1999 to 2000 through 2017 to 2018, the prevalence of obesity increased from 30.5% to 42.4%. This is the first time the national rate has passed the 40% mark and further evidence of the country's obesity crisis. The national adult obesity rate has increased by 26% since 2008. Rates of childhood obesity are also increasing with the latest data showing that 19.3% of U.S. young people ages 2 to 19 have obesity. Being overweight or having obesity as a young person puts them at higher risk for having obesity and its related health risks as an adult. Children are showing earlier onset of hypertension and high cholesterol. A child with one obese parent has a 50% chance of being obese. When both parents are obese, their children have an 80% chance of obesity. The convenience of fast food establishments is just one link in the obesity crisis. These establishments are located everywhere, offering inexpensive, low-quality, calorically dense, and fattening foods. With most people living a very busy lifestyle, it is easy to opt for these choices, but at what cost? Added sugars also play a huge role in this problem. It is recommended that added sugars should be kept to less than 10% of someone's total daily calories. So for example, a 2000 calorie diet should have no more than 200 calories or 50 grams of added sugar. However, most beverages exceed that number. Just one 20-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola alone has 65 grams of added sugar. Being obese puts people at greater risk for coronary heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, multiple cancers, hypertension, dyslipidemia, sleep apnea, and osteoarthritis. Obesity also increases a person's risk for developing depression, anxiety, eating disorders, substance abuse, a low self-esteem, poor body image, and the experience of stigma and discrimination. Now more than ever, people have become extremely sedentary, sitting more and moving less. On average, most adults are sitting for about 10 hours per day. Many of those hours are spent working on a laptop and using different social media platforms. Sleep loss is another contributing factor, which creates a hormone imbalance in the body that can promote overeating and weight gain. 
Sleep deprivation and poor sleeping habits can also lead to increased stress and impact mental health. Weight loss therapy for adults should be based on three components. A calorie controlled eating plan, physical activity, and behavior therapy, such as recognizing triggers for eating or learning to pinpoint obstacles that hold someone back from making lifestyle changes. This combination has been found to be more successful than using any one intervention alone. Focusing on a way of eating that is predominantly whole foods is important. Vegetables are full of micronutrients and fiber that help fill someone up without adding excess calories, fat, and sugar. It is recommended to get at least 150 minutes per week of moderate intensity aerobic activity or 75 minutes per week of vigorous aerobic activity or a combination of both. It's also important to include strength training at least two times per week. One underrated form of movement, of movement is walking. Just 30 minutes every day can increase cardiovascular fitness, strengthen bones, reduce excess body fat, and increase endurance. It can also reduce the risk of developing heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, and some cancers. Walking outside is also a very powerful way to increase mood and feelings of happiness. Extreme dieting measures is not the way to find success. In fact, 95% of diets fail. A person may see weight loss in the beginning. However, that weight loss is usually regained quickly and can begin the cycle of yo-yo dieting. Finding balance is key in any health journey. Improving, one, improving one's health is empowering and should not add more stress. Finding ways and strategies to facilitate positive changes is crucial. Specifically, our role as dietitians, it's important to know that many people have found long-term success by working with an RD. Research shows that at least two sessions per month with an RD led to successful weight loss and at least one session per month for weight loss maintenance. Because no two people are alike, approaches to weight loss must be tailored to each person. Remember to encourage any effort your patient is making towards a healthier lifestyle. No matter how small the effort is, in the end, it all adds up and is a step in the right direction. Remind your patient that all little victories are worth celebrating and it's about the journey, not the destination. Until next time, this is Stephanie Brainerd signing off for Nutrition Bits and Bites. Nutrition Bits and Bites is not meant as a substitute for a physician's care. Check with your physician if you suspect you have a medical condition that needs attention.